Hello and welcome back to the Fit Mind, your one-stop podcast for personal development and self-care. I'm your host, James, and I am incredibly excited to share today's episode with you. Whether you're tuning in while getting ready for the day, commuting, or winding down in the evening, I appreciate you for choosing to spend your time with us. Our podcast, The Fit Mind, is dedicated to helping you build a stronger, healthier, and more resilient mindset. Just like a fit body, a fit mind is a valuable asset that can help you overcome challenges, seize opportunities, and live your life to the fullest. Today, we dive into a fascinating topic. Rhetoric in relationships, how our words shape our world. Communication is like a bridge connecting us to others, but sometimes, it might feel like it is a little shaky. So, in this episode, we'll explore how to reinforce and rebuild that bridge using the power of rhetoric. From sharing compelling real-life stories to answering your pre-submitted questions, offering practical tips, and providing resources for further learning, we have a packed and enriching episode ahead. So, get comfortable, open your mind, and let's start our journey to understand our words' impact on our world. Remember, self-improvement is a journey, and we're glad to be on this journey with you. Let's dive in. Now, as we begin, I want to share a real-life story about two close friends, Mike and Sam. They had a friendship that many envied, it was filled with laughter, shared dreams, and deep conversations. Both of them were known as the dynamic duo in their social circle. But, like in any relationship, disagreements were also part of their friendship. They usually resolved their issues swiftly, but one incident put their company to the test. One day, Mike was talking about a new business opportunity he was excited about. As he shared his plans enthusiastically, Sam responded with some concerns. He expressed worries about the market volatility and potential financial risks. While Sam meant well, his tone, unfortunately, came across as dismissive, and Mike felt his friend was undermining his dreams. Instead of expressing his feelings directly to Sam, Mike started distancing himself, responding to Sam's messages late or with curt replies. He assumed Sam would realize he had hurt his feelings. But Sam was confused and hurt by Mike's sudden coldness, not understanding its cause. This misunderstanding quickly snowballed, leading to heated arguments and a complete communication breakdown. They went from talking daily to not talking at all, and this silence lasted for months. Both of them felt the absence of each other in their lives. However, neither took the initiative to address the issue, mainly because they were unsure how to communicate their feelings effectively. The words that could have been a bridge to resolve their conflict became walls that kept them apart. So, as you can see, despite the strong bond Mike and Sam shared, poor communication and misunderstanding led to the fallout of a beautiful friendship. But it didn't have to end this way, and this is where our lessons today come into play. Communication isn't just about our words. It's a complex recipe, involving a balance of verbal expression, nonverbal cues, active listening, and the skill to manage emotions. In the story of Mike and Sam, it's clear that their communication missed these essential ingredients. Firstly, let's talk about tone and nonverbal cues. While Sam was genuinely concerned about Mike's business venture, his style was dismissive, which undermined Mike. It's essential to understand that it's not just what we say, but how we say it that matters. Nonverbal cues like facial expressions, 
body language and tone of voice can speak volumes beyond the actual words. They set the emotional context of a conversation, conveying empathy, respect, and openness, or their lack thereof. Secondly, active listening. Active listening is about being fully engaged in what the other person is saying, not just waiting for your turn to speak. It's about validating the other person's feelings, even when disagreeing. If Sam had practiced active listening, he might have noticed Mike's enthusiasm and framed his concerns in a more supportive manner. If Mike had done the same, he might have seen Sam's concerns come from a place of care, not criticism. Finally, let's discuss the power of apologies and assertiveness. It's difficult to admit we're wrong, but a sincere apology can go a long way in mending damaged relationships. Similarly, power is about standing up for your rights and feelings without infringing on the rights of others. If Mike had been assertive and communicated his feelings to Sam, they might have resolved the conflict sooner. So, the story of Mike and Sam serves as a reminder that our words, tone, and how we listen can significantly shape our relationships. By practicing active listening, choosing our terms and style carefully, being assertive when needed, and not hesitating to apologize, we can improve the quality of our communication, reduce misunderstandings, and build healthier relationships. Loving the FitMind podcast? Tap that subscribe button and don't stop there. Unlock a realm of exclusive, transformational content with our premium offerings on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You're not just tuning in, you're embarking on a journey of self-growth. So, what are you waiting for? Rise, thrive, and unleash your potential with the FitMind podcast. Subscribe and become part of our uplifting community today. Alright, let's get into some practical strategies for conflict resolution through effective communication. Here are three bonus tips that you can start implementing today to improve your communication skills. Tip 1. Using I statements. I statements are a great tool for expressing your thoughts and feelings without blaming or criticizing the other person. For instance, instead of saying, you don't understand me, try saying I feel misunderstood when I can't effectively communicate my point of view. It's a slight shift in language, but it can significantly change the tone of the conversation from confrontational to collaborative. Tip 2. Practicing active listening. Active listening involves giving full attention to the speaker, asking clarifying questions, and providing feedback. It's about being present in the conversation. Try to resist the urge to formulate your response while the other person is still speaking. Instead, focus on understanding their perspective thoroughly before responding. A simple way to show you're actively listening is by summarizing their points and confirming your understanding, like so, what I hear you saying is. Is that correct? Tip 3. Incorporating empathy in responses. Empathy can be a game-changer in how we communicate. It allows us to see the situation from the other person's viewpoint and respond accordingly. Remember, understanding doesn't necessarily mean agreeing. You can understand someone's feelings and still have a different opinion. Expressing empathy might sound like I can see how you would feel that way. These tips aren't a magic formula to resolve every conflict, but they're steps in the right direction. 
applying them consistently can significantly improve your communication skills and, in turn, your relationships. Now, let's dive into the part of our show where we respond to some of the pre-submitted questions from our listeners. I always look forward to this segment because it allows me to address your concerns and interests directly. The first question comes from Lisa, who asks, How do I approach someone I feel has wronged me without coming off as confrontational? Great question, Lisa. This is where thy statements come in handy. Frame your feelings and thoughts using I instead of you. So instead of saying, you hurt me, you might say, I felt hurt when. This way, you're expressing your feelings without blaming the other person. Our next question is from Mark, who writes, I find it hard to actively listen because I'm always thinking about what I'm going to say next. Any advice? I understand that, Mark. One method that might help is called reflective listening. This is where you rephrase or summarize what the other person has just said to ensure you've understood it correctly. It forces you to listen attentively so you can provide an accurate reflection. Our last question for today is from Ava, who asks, How can I express empathy when I strongly disagree with someone? Excellent question, Ava. Expressing empathy is about understanding the other person's feelings, not necessarily agreeing with their viewpoint. You might say, I can understand how you could see it that way, although my perspective differs. It shows that you respect their feelings and are open to a conversation despite the disagreement. As we approach the end of this episode, I'd like to share some valuable resources that can help you continue exploring today's topic and improve your communication skills and understanding of relationship dynamics. Online Courses 1. Improving Communication Skills by the University of Pennsylvania on Coursera this course offers a comprehensive dive into communication and its impact on professional and personal life. 2. Conflict Resolution Skills on Coursera by the University of California, Irvine. This course is a practical guide to resolving conflicts effectively. Books 1. Crucial Conversations, Tools for Talking When Stakes Are High by Kerry Patterson and Joseph Grenny. This book provides practical tools to handle difficult and essential conversations. 2. Nonviolent Communication, A Language of Life by Marshall B. Rosenberg. It's an excellent book on understanding and implementing empathic communication. TED Talks. 1. 10 Ways to Have a Better Conversation by Celeste Headley. This TED Talk offers 10 practical tips to have more meaningful conversations. 2. The Power of Vulnerability by Breen Brown. While not strictly about communication, this talk offers insight into connection, empathy, and courage, which can enhance our communication. Remember, these resources are starting points. The journey of improving communication skills is ongoing and unique to everyone. Keep exploring, learning, and practicing. As we wrap up today's episode, let's quickly summarize what we've explored. We discussed the power of our words in shaping our relationships, as illustrated through Mike and Sam's story. In our communication, we delved into the importance of tone, active listening, assertiveness, and apologies. We also provided some bonus tips on using I statements, 
practicing active listening, and incorporating empathy in our responses. Remember, effective communication is not just about conveying our thoughts and feelings, but also about understanding and respecting the thoughts and feelings of others. Improving our rhetoric can transform our relationships and, ultimately, our world. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, share, and leave a rating or comment. Your feedback is invaluable and helps us produce the content you love. If you'd like more transformational content, check out our premium episodes on Apple Podcasts and Spotify miniseries, where we delve deep into specific topics. For more practical tips and inspiring stories on self-care and personal growth, head to our website at www.thefitmind.blog. There, you'll find a wealth of resources tailored to help you to a healthy mind. I want to extend a huge thank you to all our listeners, especially our premium subscribers, for your ongoing support. You make this podcast possible, and we're immensely grateful. As we part ways for today, I'll leave you with this thought, the words we choose to express ourselves are potent tools. Used effectively, they can build bridges, heal wounds, and transform relationships. So, let's be mindful of our rhetoric and continue working towards better communication and healthier relationships. Until next time, keep growing, striving, and remembering a fit mind is the first step to a healthy life. Thank you, and take care.